Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Are you guys afraid of me ever? No, I'm never afraid of you. I'm afraid of Grandma Bridget, and I'm afraid of Grandma sometimes. Are you ever afraid of disappointing me? Yes, all yes, the time. Very much. Very so, right yep. Now, right now, at this very second, yes. I mean, not often, but sometimes. 24 <laughs> hours a day. Well, that's because you have low self-esteem because you're a teenager and <laughs> very aware of moxing. Well, I want you both to know that I'm extremely proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> oh, you're amazing. Hi, I'm your host, Nalika Radway, and this is Raising Rebels, a podcast about oppressed parents raising free children. I am also a oppressed parent trying to raise free children. Each episode of Raising Rebels will feature courageous conversations with parents and my three girls, Glory, Moxie, and Blue. So today, I am joined by my friend, Jade Verretti. Did I say Verrett? Why do I want to say, why is the E there to mess with me? No, uh, no, I mean. Because it could be like Italianish. I guess. <laughs> okay. it's, a lot of, it's a lot of E's in it, but like Yeah, Verrett. it's a lot of E's. Jade Verrett. Yes. Mother, chef, podcast ninja. <laughs> I mean, I th- master, like you're, you're on it. Welcome, Jade. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. Um, and we're also joined by her partner and a fellow educator, Tristan Verrett. Say hello, Tristan. What up? What up? What up? So today we are talking about discipline and how we hold our children accountable for their behavior. So let's um, we start with like just one word to describe how you're feeling right now. So Jade, you want to start? How are you feeling right now? Tired. Okay. <laughs> We're, I'm gonna. I'm I, always tired. It's okay. You are a podcast ninja. That makes sense. How are you feeling today? I feel powerful. Mm. How am I feeling? Mm. I just had like this phone call from work, and I'm trying to push it out of my head. So I'm feeling a little like away, but I'm gonna like forcibly bring myself back into the room. That's right. But I'm feeling like energy like i'm trying to bring some energy here it's all in the mind it's know? all in the mind i'm gonna work i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do that okay so tell the people a little bit about yourself jade um well, you just told him everything i you know i host about 100 podcasts <laughs> um and i was a wife to this one across from me a uh, partner um we have a five-year-old daughter who would be six noah she is ASAP Noah, actually, because she's a five-year-old gangster, <laughs> uh, definitely a rapper, <laughs> a chef, um, an entrepreneur, and uh, an honorary Caribbean. Awesome. Awesome. Tristan, tell us about yourself. A little bit about me. I was born in Trinidad. I came here to the States when I was about 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up in, in, in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Flatbush. Like the Caribbean. Yeah, the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is kind of like ho- home away from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, Like Nolika said, I'm an educator. I teach writing for grades three to five. Do a bunch of li- you're little like different You're like a real things. Caribbean. Like you're like <laughs> the 10 jobs. That makes sense. And plenty more that we can't, yeah. I mean, the list. Watch, we're going to hear as we as we talk today, it's going to like just evolve and like all of who you are is going to continue to show up. I- so I know your person. She is definitely like, I mean, I wouldn't call her a gangster, but what I would call her is like a big personality. Like she's like a real, like she fills a room and space, which I love. Um, and so I wanted to think about a question we have, like you guys, like I'm curious about something that Noah does that makes you laugh. Oh God, everything. She's really, she, she's like naturally funny. Mm-hmm. She can freestyle. She likes to battle rap. They, we we battle two, rap all the time. They battle rap all, <laughs> all the, time. the time. At brunch, at breakfast. All the time. <laughs> Brushing we their just, teeth. Yeah, we just be in the crib, like, you know, freestyling. Like, I'll just, I'll just kick it Not off. Not really like, just freestyling, though, but, like, actually battle. Like, I'll be in my room, and then I'll hear them in the bathroom going back and forth, like, actually battle rapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's a fact it's fascinating that's oh my gosh i love that yeah, yeah. and yeah. it makes sense i can see it like i i can that makes that makes total sense when i see when i see noah i'm gonna have to ask her to spit, <laughs> spit some rhymes she, she, me. Oh, she, she just she just loves to perform anyway like mm-hmm. she likes singing dancing rapping mm-hmm. um She's just like a little entertainer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's amazing. So out of respect for our children um, and for children in general, we are going to begin with a recollection. To, and the point of beginning with the recollection is that we very much when we parent, we think about like who we are now as adults. Mm-hmm. But really, if we want to do it effectively, and really, we really need to think about who we were as children and like right, where yeah. we were in that headspace. Mm-hmm. So when I think about... Um, Discipline, which we're talking about today, I think about when I was a child, most of the discipline I received was like either trying to make me afraid to do a thing mm-hmm. or out of the fear that my parent had around something I did. So like fear was such a big part of how discipline functioned for me as a young person. And so I asked you both to do a recollection around fear. So who would like to start? Well, you can go first, Jay. Hmm. Okay, well, okay, so I had one, but this was not really surrounded by, like, getting in trouble. Mm -hmm. I thought that I killed my great-grandmother for years because I I would have a recurring dream over and over again for years that I was, so we we lived in the project. She lived, lived like, high up, and um, when I would go over there, I'd get on her lap and rock in a rocking chair. So in the dream, I would go and I would jump on her lap in the rocking chair and she'd be rocking and then she would rock back and fall out the window. And I don't know why I had that dream. I mean, that's not, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I, for years, I thought that I killed her because I would just have that dream all the time. Was she dead? Yeah, she was dead. And you would have the dream after she passed? Yeah, I had it after mm-hmm. she passed. Because she passed when I was fairly young. I think she passed when I was maybe like six. Wow. So yeah, I thought I killed her. Tristan? I didn't, so I'm not like I'm not like tormented <laughs> no, about it, but no. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um so I don't know if you ever heard of this movie called Dragon the Bruce Lee Story. Mm-hmm. So basically the movie's about battling your like your, your inner demons, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like and Bruce's father, he kinda he wanted to protect him from the, the he didn't want to pass on his demons to him. So that's why he started getting him training and everything, right? So it was to like to prepare him to to battle like these demons that his father had. I speak of that movie because um, when I was younger, like I, I like I had like a fear of like of the dark, you know what I mean. Um, and then like eventually, like I started like instead of like backing backing away from it, I faced that fear, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And and I battled, you know, if if, if you would mm-hmm. say like I battled that demon and like overcame it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like that was that was one fear that I had. When you say the darkness, do you mean like dark or you mean like the dark side? Oh, like nah, like 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 not like the dark side, like like light. <laughs> like that kind of dark. It's so interesting every time we do these recollections because I always think that my memory is like gonna be unique to me. Mm-hmm. And then parents like people my people will come in here and like you'll say something so when i was thinking about a recollection about fear it was all like based in things that are not rational or like aren't based in reality Mm. and so i remember um when i I don't remember like a particular memory but going to like a particular time but i remember going to the national natural history museum in manhattan and seeing the giant whale and Uh just feeling like this huge sense of fear like Maybe because I was so small and how could something be that big? And then I also had this fear of that Jaws was going to come out of the faucet in my bathtub. Like I like <laughs> believed it. Like I remember going into the bathroom and turning on like Jaws is going to, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Like how was that going to work? No, I had that. You, you, what my father would make us, <laughs> I, this is probably terrible. My father would make us watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> what is that? Is that a show? It is a terrible, terrible, terrible move, horror movie from mm-hmm. the 80s. <laughs> So he would make us watch killer clowns from outer space, which are about these killer clowns from outer space who will pop out of people's like hampers, toilets, I shower can't. heads. <laughs> what? And so I always thought, so I had a huge fear of snakes as well. Uh-huh. So I wasn't afraid of clowns. I, even though that movie, that was probably traumatizing. You shouldn't do that to your child. Mm-hmm. I thought snakes would like pop out of all kinds of random places. I remember when the, um, you remember when that cobra escaped from the Bronx Zoo? No. Does anybody yeah, that remember was that? like you, so seven years ago. Like, maybe, maybe like nine, nine, like twelve, like nine or ten nine, years 10 ago. Nine, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. No, I was living in the Bronx at the time oh, on yeah. the sixth floor. 
in Kingsbridge. Like that snake was nowhere near Kingsbridge. And I just knew that that cobra was going to pop up in my bedroom. Really? A, and I was grown. <laughs> so. That, well, you, you're making me feel, feel so much better because my like deepest, I had all those fears and like my deepest fear that like came to me is I, for some reason, used to watch the um, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know who, and I look back and like figured out how old I was when they came out and like realized I was like a bad choice then. Um, I was Same. like young. I was like a bad choice Same. then. And I remember we used to have um, bunk beds and I was on the top bunk. And I remember I would wake up in the middle of the night and my face would be facing the wall. So my bunk bed was like against the wall. Mm-hmm. And my face, I'd wake up and I'd like look at the wall. And I wanted to get to my mother's room. Like I'm like, I wanted to like get to my mom's room. And I remember like having this, if I turn around, Freddy Krueger is going to be behind me. <laughs> and I would have like this, like my adrenaline, like would just like this rush. Like I really want to get to my mother's room. Who's on like the other side of the apartment. And I, but I have to, I would have to like get off my bed mm-hmm. and like run across the apartment. And I was like, I just, I would like just pull all of my like face that fear Turn around. Of course, Freddy Krueger was not standing there <laughs> behind me. Um, and then I would like jet and like get there to mm-hmm. my mom's room. Yeah. Um, and I think I must have had that fear for a very long, like it wasn't one night. It like, it lived in me for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, and the thing that came to mind when I was thinking about the discipline and like how my fears functioned when I was a child and similar to like what you guys are talking about is like, I had to face it. Like I engage with the fear. It's not like I, you know, sometimes now when I think about fear as an adult, it's like phobias, like mm-hmm. things that you're scared of and like you're just not going to engage with that at all. But I was like, oh no, the stuff that I was afraid of, like I still had to get to the thing. <laughs> you know, right. whatever it was yeah. that I really right. wanted or whatever was on the other side of it, I was still going to figure out how to get to the thing. But I know that as a child, it was really important to adult or this that you were afraid of them mm-hmm. um and like or that you were afraid of the things you weren't supposed to engage in as a way in which you were going to be able to control yourself or like how discipline function mm-hmm. um and so how do you think about fear when you think about how you discipline your child i don't i don't want no to fear me you know mm-hmm. like that's 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 the thing and like as generation as we you know as we move forward in generations and everything I learned, you know, it's important that you change things. Like, especially, you know, since I can recognize, like, this this is not healthy. Like, you know, have, you know, growing up with, you know, fearing your parents, like, that's not healthy at all. That's mm-hmm. not a, you know, that's not a way for you to grow up. That's not a healthy way for you to grow up at all. So, like, I want Noah to, to grow up respecting me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not not fearing me. Like, I want her to still feel like she has a voice mm-hmm. or, or saying, like, you know, uh, in the decisions that she's making, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and not like just cow to to everything that I say, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the only thing, the only thing that I will say is that when it comes to her safety, that's the only thing I I, I will I refuse to back down on. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 it's something that's going to keep her safe and protected, she has to listen. Mm-hmm. Other mm-hmm. than that, like she has a choice in in what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Do so. you feel that like how does it function for you? Um, I feel the same way. I don't want her to fear me, mm-hmm. and I actually like battle with my like my my inner selves battle with mm-hmm, each other mm-hmm. because I recognize a lot of um because I was raised with a lot of fear, mm-hmm. you know, like you like a lot of us, mm-hmm. so like especially um those of us who, you know of color. Mm-hmm. It's like you know kids should be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. You need to shut up. Don't do this. You're gonna get a whooping. Mm-hmm. Like all of that. Mm-hmm. But then I would I remember being afraid of things that I should be able to talk to my parents about. But I wasn't able to because I was afraid I was going to get in trouble. Like, I remember I got a, a boy asked me to go with him in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I hate, I really didn't like him and I didn't want to, but I was like, whatever. So, you know, it was what it was. He wrote me this note. I remember rolling my eyes when I read the note, too. He was like, I love you. I'm like, how? But he wrote me this note. So I threw it in the bottom of my bag. Okay. And my mother was a very black mother. So mm-hmm. I remember one day we were sitting at the table, I was eating breakfast. And then she was like, why is your bag so heavy? We got to get some of this stuff out your bag before you go to school. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. I was like, I'll, I'll get it out later. And she was like, no, we need to clean this out. It's not good for your back. So she's going through my bag. She pulls the note out. It's from, it's a boy named Larry. Oh, no. So, Larry? Larry, short, big old head. Oh. <laughs> so, oh. so she reads the note and she's like, hmm, okay. 
So she tells my father, and I have to go to school. This happens in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I go to school. So, of course, all day I'm like, I'm about to get in trouble. I didn't even want to go with this boy, Mm -hmm. like all this stuff. So I thought I was going to, I didn't know what was going to happen when I got home. Because my mother was like, she always freaked out about boys and stuff like that. So I got home, and my dad was a little bit more unconventional. So I remember he just talked to me like normal. What's going on? How you doing? How was your day? Okay, cool. You got homework? No? Okay, cool. I went through the whole night, ate dinner, watched TV. You know that. And you know when you're waiting for mm-hmm, your parent mm-hmm, to say something? Mm-hmm. He never did. So I finally got that little ease Ooh. that you get where mm-hmm, you think mm-hmm. like it's over. Three, maybe two, three in the morning, he comes and he's like, no. get up. Get up. And I was like, what? What? What's going on? Get up. So he's like, walk around the house. So I was like, what? He's like, walk around the house. So I walked around, went through the kitchen, came back through the room, went down the hallway, came back. I was like, what? He's like, do it again. I had to do it again. So he's like, all right, so this is what it's like to have a baby. I can't. When you go with boys. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, when you go with boys. He's like, it starts leading to stuff like that. And I'm not taking care of no baby. So I just want you to know what it feels like when you have one. And I was like, but I'm 13, oh, like 12 or 13. God. I was like, I'm, I'm not trying. I don't even like this boy. He's like, I just wanted to give it to you in the real. And then told me to go back to bed. I can't. Man, that's uh, that's, that's uh, <laughs> It was fascinating. It's so interesting. I mean, you raised, you touched on two things that came to mind for me. And one is, first of all, the idea of fearing your parents and, and how I too, like with the girls, the idea that they are scared of me or like mm-hmm. they fear me. I very much see it as a disadvantage for just the reason you said. Mm-hmm. When when shit hits the fan and they really need some feedback, I need them to come here. Like I need them to know I got you. Mm-hmm. We're going to get through it. And fear is a powerful thing. It and is. the fear of like disappointment, fear of like discipline, like fear of all of the thing is a powerful thing. And like I want them I want us to do that practice of like we can do like be in that together. So I notice sometimes when you're like at um, with cousins and the way they get you're disciplined is very different than how I discipline you guys. Uh, our cousin, our step cousin and our step grandma, she um, we would go. Yeah, we'd go to their house for, with her, you know, to hang out with our grandpa and we'd be with them. And she would talk to my step because like very sternly and not ways you would talk to us and she would she would beat her and stuff and stuff like as like a six-year-old or something like that i was just like i do not approve i didn't say it but i thought like i do not approve of the way you are talking to my step cousin Mm -hmm. but you know i can't say anything because you know you're afraid that your cousin scares me you're afraid that your step grandma's gonna go off the rails and hit you even though your mother said no so like you don't say anything If I do think that she would, if I to be afraid of someone you know is terrifying. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I remember uh, like, like not too long before I came here we, uh, in Trinidad, we take this test called a common entrance, right? So it's basically like uh, you're going from uh, elementary to junior high school or something, right? Um, so I took this test, and I remember talking to my, my my pops about it, right? And he was big into he was big into education. Probably the reason why I'm in education now. But like he was, um, he put a lot of pressure on me in regards to like you know making grades and like um, doing good in school and everything. I remember taking this test, and when I was done, when I finished the test, um, 
I felt like so much anxiety. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then um, after it, you finish the test, after you I felt- finished, yeah. And then um, maybe like maybe like a, a month later or something, when, when we got the results, I found out that I didn't pass for the school that I that I wanted that he wanted me to go to. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember crying like so hard to the point where I got a headache and I'm like 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And like, that that that's, that was like like a different kind of pressure. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Like that, mm-hmm. that kind of fear, like you spoke of fear of disappointment. Yeah. Like, and that's what that's what I felt. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause I was like, oh, damn, I disappointed my, my father. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was crazy. And it's so much stronger than anything else yeah. as a young person. Like yeah. it's so much stronger than, I mean, the beatings, you know, like we got, beat i was Mm. like my you know my parents are jamaican and like that is just was part of how you disciplined your Mm. children that's That's how they learned how to discipline their children and i remember um that like i wasn't someone who i didn't get a lot of beat like i didn't get a lot of beatings my little sister used to get her ass what like Mm. it was like a thing Mm. um and i remember like (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and i remember i have this like one memory of and it's so I mean there's so many things it's so funny how we talk about it now and like the way we talk about it now is from a place of like first of all like that's just something that happens mm-hmm. we joke about it I think that there are some in our community that think of it as like well it's necessary mm-hmm. like I am here now because my mother beat me you know what I mean like we have that mentality and thought and for me as a young person I remember feeling really much like not necessarily when I got beat but when I saw my sister getting a beating like that my mother had lost it. Like mm. feeling like it had nothing to do with what my sister had done in that moment or what was happening, but more a bigger reflection of like how my mother was feeling. Or like, was she did she have a long commute home? Was she tired? What it never felt consistent. It never felt like, oh, if you did B, you were gonna get a beaten. If you did C, you were gonna be okay. It was like, you could do B on Tuesday and you don't get a beating. You could do B on Thursday and it's all right. Mm -hmm. And so they always felt like the sense of like, it didn't make sense to me. It was just like an irrational thing. It never Mm -hmm. made sense to me. Um, And then when I talked to, like I talked to my husband, I talked to other people, it's like, no, way I internalized that was, I did, I was bad. I got and I couldn't control the badness like it wasn't like my actions were the reason it was just like I was bad and sometimes my badness got me beatings and sometimes my badness wasn't seen or I got away with it um and so it's really interesting like how we internalize uh physical beatings and like all of that and how we know it came from a place of love like there's no question of whether or not, for me anyway, like my mother loved me, adored me, would like ride out, do anything for, but it's just like this way that you discipline your children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, you know, being like uh, nine, 10 years old, just like being wild and free. And like I had a curfew, like a seven o'clock curfew. So like when the lights, when the street lights come on, I'm supposed to be in the house. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm so like adventurous, like I'm always, out going somewhere, you know what I mean? I'm breaking curfew. And for the most part, that's the reason why I got licks. You know, we call it licks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, in the islands, you know what I'm saying? And like, that would be the main reason why I would get licks because I'd break curfew. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I would do it anyway. Like, it got to a point where it was just like, yo, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. And like, you know, (laughs) just get these licks. And like, I knew knew what to expect. Like when when I came home at at a certain time and then it would be like, I'll I'll start plotting against them. It's Mm -hmm. like, all right. I know what's getting ready to happen. I'm gonna try to run up to the bathroom and lock the door. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Allow myself in the bathroom, mm-hmm. like, and um, I mean, they'll catch me like at some point. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they wouldn't though, but mm-hmm. for the most part, they'll catch me. And um, it's always my uncle, my uncle Archie. Like, um, he was like the main disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He like like you said, it, it was out of love too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the um, amount of fear they must have felt. I mean, that's what I go to mm-hmm. with my, like with my parents, like the thing, like the, the, the I can remember like three beatings, um, whoopings, like whatever euphemism that you want to use that doesn't licks. feel like Cut-offs. licks, like whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, and one of them, in, yeah, 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 no, no, we. No one curses more than I do. Oh, okay. That's not even, yeah, that's not, that's not a thing. Um, and I remember one in particular was I, so we could like, you could be on the block. Like being on the block was cool. Every, mm-hmm. You could be on the block, that's just your fit. But going around the corner, mm. you couldn't go around the corner. Mm. But all the fun was around the corner. Like that was the thing. The that's corner was the thing. 
And so one day <laughs> I decided to go around the corner and I, my mother must have come out the house and couldn't find, you know, see. It's funny because I actually had a moment of that today with my own children. Mm-hmm. Um where they went around a corner, which was not a literal corner, but like out of my eyesight and was like, oh, you just went too far. And she was scared. And so when I came back in the house, I'm like, yeah, I had a good, you know, like all good. (laughs) No one said, no one came and got me. No one's calling for me. It must be great. Came in the house, turned the turned the light, got in, opened the door and right in the vestibule. I can remember to this day. And did you guys like the belt? Did you oh, guys do you have a belt draw? Belt, I got it with belts. One of the worst whippings I got was with a um a bike brake cable. You know what? that wire? Yeah. Yeah. Mine was with a yeah. vacuum cleaner cord. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was uh, like it was yo, know, it's it's like light and hard. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and you can feel it to this, you know, you can feel it to like I can remember it. I re- like I remember it. And I think what's interesting to me. Like I knew very, like I was never gonna beat my children. Like that was just not gonna happen because of, I think not even because of how I got spankings or like how I got whooped, but from seeing my little sister. Like that Mm. had such a strong impact on me and seeing her scared of my mom and my mom and being like, like feeling like she was like enraged as my grandma would say. And like, that's just like an energy that didn't feel good to me. And I knew Mm -hmm. that I wasn't gonna do that. But what I realize now is that you can invoke that same fear in your children even without the beating, yeah. mm-hmm. which is scary to me because that's what I'm, I'm not like I'm trying to get away from like that fear what we just talked about like I don't want them to be scared of me. And then uh, yesterday I came home and I don't I've just every year I just become my mother more and more. It's really scary. Oh but I walked in the house similar to like when my mother used to walk in the house and like it was like a mess like just clutter. And they don't think it's a mess. My husband don't care. Nobody cares but me. Only only I care that it's a mess. And oh, you see the side <laughs> eyes. You guys can't see it at home, but the side eyes, the side <laughs> eyes. We understand. So I walk in the house and it's a mess. And I'm just like, okay, we gotta clean up. Everybody's gotta clean up. You gotta get your stuff. And I'm like, just going. Like we gotta go. And I'm like, just and they're not moving fast enough for me. Whatever energy that I need to make me feel like everybody feels the same way I feel about this mess right <laughs> not, now. They're not meeting your standards. They're not giving it to me. No one's running. No one's nothing. No shutters. Nothing. And so I raise my voice. And Glory, who's seven, she turns and looks at me and she shakes. Like I see mm. her. I see her quiver. And she's like, "Mommy, I told you not to yell at me anymore. You said you're not going to yell at me anymore." And I and and I was like, "I'm sorry." Like I saw. I couldn't. Like I saw it. I was still enough in the moment, and I wasn't angry or anything. I was just like moving, and I saw her quiver, and I was like, "I'm so sorry." You know this, and I just owned it. I was like, "This." drives me crazy like i know it does like i know coming in this house, i know nobody else cares you're absolutely right this is not important yeah. this isn't this is not gonna change your health this is not gonna make you a better person this doesn't mean you're not a good person but for mommy walking in the house and seeing clutter gets me it it, mm-hmm. it, it agitates me probably for my own child <laughs> you know probably I mean. from my own childhood mm-hmm. and so i need us to work and move it but that idea that i could create like that my kids fear me mm-hmm. like i had to i had to like I had to own that. Yeah. So like we talked about the idea that we don't want them to fear you, but there's there ever been a moment when you're like, oh yeah, I like Noah's scared of me. Like there's this I oh, can yeah. I can go there. Like there is a thing. Recently, I had the same thing. I yelled at her. I was I was really I was in a bad space. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't doing I don't she wasn't doing something that yeah. I said or wasn't moving quick enough. And I yelled at her. And I had to apologize to her. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't like that. He, you know, he even told me, he was like, you should, you, you should apologize to her. I was like, you know what? I do need to apologize mm-hmm, to her. Mm-hmm, and I had to, like, mm-hmm. just like I would any, any person, mm-hmm, any adult. Absolutely. Like, you know what? I should not have spoken to you like that out of my own frustration. Mm-hmm. You need to listen, but I don't have to talk to you like that in order for you to do so. How, what a gift. Not really. No, I'm working Man, on it. No, for no, I, my parents I mean, as an adult, we have like my parents have apologized. My mother has definitely like, I'm sorry I did that. And I've apologized to her. But as a child, an adult, I have never had an adult apologize to me for something Mm -hmm. they did to me. Mm -hmm. Never. Like, so like, what a gift to you. To this day. (laughs) To this day, day, I ain't get no apology for none of them ass whoopers. I got a lot of ass whoopers. I ain't gonna lie. Me too. A lot of them. We can go down the list of like items. Yeah. I was getting it from like multiple family members. Yeah. My grandmother, my uncle, my mom, Mm -hmm. dad. Like, I, I was a wild kid. So like. But it's interesting how we like, like exactly what you just did, we do. 
because right. when you know they love you and you know the per- you there's no question about it how we rectify or like how we like make sense of this thing that mm-hmm. feels so out of you know how we hold both those things to be true like i know what you did had a negative impact on me mm-hmm. and i know like i remember i have a memory of my mother like going and like she's in a re- like really upset and my little sister did something and she's beating her and i i stood between the two of them mm-hmm. um and i was like like chill like you like you went to, like and my mother looked at me like do you, do you would you would you like you some, some of, of this? would you like some of this? <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, <laughs> you know, like no, I like, and I kind of stepped away. But even in that moment, I shifted the energy. So she was like, you know, she was wild up. She was round like she had so much that she needed, and like she kind of came down a little bit, and like they had. My sister and I got like two more licks, as you put it, yeah. but it like came, it was ending. Like it was like the the energy had shifted and um yeah. and moved, and so there is this way in which how we figure out the balance between knowing these people love us and that they've done the like they they've done these things that are hard for us um, or have had negative impacts on us. I think is really hard, and then it begs the question: How do we then? or what role does discipline play in our parenting with our own child? Mm-hmm. So like we, you know, we may have come to a place like what we all talked about around, knowing we don't want them to fear us. No, we have power that we can, they, we're, whole, we're their whole world. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like you don't got, like I, I was like, this is being a parent is like being a rock star. Every parent is like a rock star. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do very much. And then they like love you. You're their, like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have a hard time with boundaries sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're also like testing and they're also trying to figure out this very complicated world that they live in. Um, and so what kind of methods of discipline do you like use and, and feel good about or not feel good about or, shine, or still trying to figure out? Well, um, for the most part, I, I, try, I talk to her. Mm-hmm. I try to show her the error in her ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and if sometimes if that, if that doesn't work, then uh, then it's time to take away some of her like privileges. Mm-hmm. You know, like no TV, right now like Noah can't watch any TV mm-hmm. um, during during like school days. Mm-hmm. So you can only watch. That's it. just regular at my house. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just like they they're on punishment all the time. That's great. But yes. before before she was able to like watch like no, an hour. Like, yes. You know, yes. we would let, let her watch like an hour of TV. Yeah. Um, but that that's that's not really for like disciplinary reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's more so for like. We want to set the standard. Yeah. Like we setting the standard. Like there's no t- no more TV during the week mm-hmm. during your your school days. Mm-hmm. Only on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, and if uh, like I said, if if, talk, if if speaking to her doesn't work, then um, we'll we'll take take those things mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Or like you know, there's there's times where um, I'll take her to get like ice cream or something, or um, or we go go to the go to the um, the children's museum or something, mm-hmm. and um, I'll be like you know. We can't do these fun things if you if you if you don't listen. You know, you, you get everything you want when you listen. So like she she generally responds to that like quickly. Other than that, like I mean, what else can we do? Like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we can't really do 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 too much. Mm-hmm. Like you take away some of the things that mm-hmm. that, that that they want mm-hmm. and you talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I knew growing I just knew growing up that I was like I'm gonna beat my kids too. <laughs> like, that's, I was my, the same that's my that's my sisters are like I can't wait. Like yeah, excited about me. it. Yeah, not that I wanted to, but it was just like that's what I knew. If yes. a kid was bad, you give him a whooping. Yes, and so um and then you see bad kids in public, and it's like I know they don't get no belt put on them. Like, <laughs> but that's not necessarily and. And now, as I'm, that was when I was younger because that's what I knew. Mm-hmm. And then, as I, as a parent now, I struggle. I don't want to put my hands mm-hmm. on her. Now, does she get a little lick every mm-hmm. now and again? Of course, a little pinch. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna hold you. Yes, mm-hmm. she does. Mm-hmm. But that is the absolute. We, I can, pro- we can probably count how many times mm-hmm. Noah has gotten. Mm-hmm. And she's five. We're yeah, not gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that is not the first go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, and that you know that is not ever the first go to. I actually struggle with it, and I feel bad. Like if I have to give her a little pinch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel bad afterwards. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. It feels just the same as raising my voice at her, mm-hmm. and I, like you said, yeah. which can have the same implication. Absolutely. I think so, it's. Oh, oh, you go still ahead. Go. I think it's important to recognize like some of the uh, the struggles that um, that our parents face and their mm-hmm. parents face. Like they they lived in a t- completely different time with 
things life was just harder. Mm-hmm. So like you know, there's a lot of things I play when it comes to that. Like a lot of stress on them. Like I remember Jay telling you know telling a story about her grandfather starting to work at like 14 years old mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. and like hard labor. Mm-hmm. So like. Their whole lifestyle was different back then. They dealt with a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. So they might not have enough time time and patience to be like, to talk like we do. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they got like two jobs or something and, or three jobs and they, they trying to get things done as quick as possible. So mm-hmm. like that level of patience, it's not there. You know what I mean? Because they were basically in like survival mode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like when you're in survival mode, you know, you really don't have patience for anything. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 one thing right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they didn't have patience like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think like the we, is, it's so interesting sometimes that we um, think of it as like a time. Yeah. You know, we, when at the, like and during their time. But I imagine there have mm-hmm. always been people who didn't beat their mm-hmm. kids, right? Like there's always been people who decide, like figured other ways outside of it. And like even now where we are, there are people who... Ch- you know, have those same level of stresses, have those same level of like lack of just the time to be introspective and reflective about how you go about even parenting. Like it is a privilege to be able as black people to sit and talk about parenting, you know, like to sit and talk about like, oh, what are you choosing to do? How do you want to do this? What makes sense for you? And so I think at the same time where we want to like um, honor the ancestors, and also I think we have to give ourselves like own the privileges that we have, and then give credit where credit's due Definitely. around yeah. our willingness to grow past what we know. That's where um, that's that's kind of how I've been thinking mm-hmm. about it because it's not the I actually it's not the patience because mm-hmm. I don't have any. <laughs> I'm like that is my one of my biggest crutches. I do not have patience and I'm working on having yeah. pay like I'm actively working mm-hmm. on it. But I feel like um especially people of color. You talk about people you like there were people who didn't always beat their kids. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. A lot of if we're going to keep it funky, a lot of white people didn't touch their kids. Mm-hmm. A lot did, but a mm-hmm. lot didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's I think it's a lot of it is uh stresses and, and just not knowing how or having the resources on how to deal with your children mm-hmm, properly. Mm-hmm. And so, cause even now in this new age, yeah, you've got pa- you know p- parents of color like ourselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who are trying to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. But then I, like me and Tr- I, I was at H&M one day downtown and standing on the line, getting ready to step up, and you gonna ladies, break my heart right now. These are these stories. I don't even know what you're gonna say, but, you but I know because I was downtown Brooklyn. And yes. I, you gonna break my heart right now? Go ahead. I was I was standing on the line, and this lady gets on the phone, and she's clearly on the phone with a child. Mm-hmm. And I guess the child said I was in her closet or did something. I was in your room, and she's like, "What did I tell you about touching my motherfucking shit? Stay out!" Of, and I was mm-hmm. like. I can hear a kid mm-hmm. on the other line. How, who the fuck talks to a kid like mm-hmm. that? And it makes you, it makes me angry because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't talk to a kid like that. Mm-hmm. You barely don't. You don't don't really talk to an adult like mm-hmm. that. You don't talk to another human being. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's a bitch like that who deserves it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, no, but, I get it. I get it. Yes. yes. But it's like yes. I don't. So I I don't necessarily. I just think we have a few more resources. Yes. And some of us are able to take those and apply them, but a lot of us don't know how. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big Mm -hmm. part of why discipline is the way that it is Mm -hmm. and why as people of color, it's Mm -hmm. a toxic cycle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, one of my most, is seeing someone be cruel to a child it pisses it, me off. It like it, it like it does something in my soul, and um and I know it's it's when it's their parent, which often it is. I remember, I have this like memory. I think I, I must have been in high school, maybe it was in college, and I was on a train on not on a train, a bus. Um, and I remember I'm sitting on the bus, and this woman gets on the bus, and she is she has like two kids with her bags. She's rushing in the in. If you want to find parents, like when parents are like beating or yelling or being like just harsh with their children, time, mm-hmm. rush hour home, coming home after commute, those are like right there, those are the times. And like she's rushing around, and her son like trips or something like that and she's just reeling, this woman, she's just like reeling on him, reeling on him, grab it and she grabs him hard and pulls him towards her and he bumps his nose into the pole on oh the bus gosh. and oh he God. his nose just starts bleeding. Oh, oh my god. And sadder than his face was her face. 
And I remember, like, before when she was yelling at him, I was already, like, agitated and, and like, my, my back was up. But when she was, like, she couldn't stop. Like, she was just going, going, going. And she did this thing. And she and, and it was, like, this kind of thing. Like, I saw her face. And then she, like, quickly, like, swifted. Well, you should have been moving quicker. And look what happens when you, you know, like, pushing it back. But we're human. Yeah. That mother loves her child. Like, all parents love it. And you know, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know deep in your soul. Nobody wants their child to be scared of them. Yeah. But you don't know another way. And I think it's so important that we're having these conversations and figuring out what are the other ways of disciplining. And I remember, it's interesting, like, I, I knew I wasn't going to, like, beat my, like, I was, I, I came with that. And then so I was like, I'm going to do time out. Mm. So when I had my first, my oldest is 13 now. And I so I was like, when she would, I was so tight with her though. Like even though I was like, I'm not gonna beat you, but like she couldn't move very far out of whatever my line of what was acceptable. So she cried too long or she daddled too long. I was like, okay, time out. And, and because I felt like it wasn't physically abusive, I overused it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's easy. You just get time out. Let's go. You didn't brush your teeth yet. Time, like it was just like, it, it was this way. And I remember she was like maybe four years old and I f- completely forgot her in timeout. Like she must have been like, oh <laughs> supposed to be on timeout for like four minutes. Like however old you are, you're supposed to be there that time. I promise you, I, like a half an hour had passed and I looked around, I was like, where's Blue? And I think, I was like, oh shit, I left her in timeout. And, she, and they were, she was so like, oh, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. Like she would go and sit on it. And so it's interesting what you're saying Glory's a whole, like, so it's like blue, then mocked, and now here we are, Glory. A whole, she don't even know what timeout is. Like, right. she's like, mm-hmm. she, you start counting, and she's like, stop counting! Why are you, like, you're giving me anxiety because oh. you're counting? Like, you can't even count. Like, you forget wow. about getting to the timeout. You're like, you give me anxiety because you're counting. So, Blue, what do you think is different between the way we discipline Glory and the way I disciplined you? You had more practice. Maybe this is just like me being jealous, jealousy or whatever. But I do think you get let Glory get away with more stuff than I got. I think I a hundred percent let Glory get away with more stuff than I let you get away with. You definitely do. Why do you think that happened? Well, I talk about this with my friends sometimes. Like we think by by the by the third child, like I'm I've done this already. I've done this twice. Like. We can, we can, see so the first child, you want to be very careful because you've never done it before. So you're just like tippy-toeing everywhere. You're being, you're being very stealthy. You're just being careful. That second child, just like, I am on a roll. And you're just like flying, you know, you're flying. And then by the third child, just like, I'm exhausted and I'm kind of tired, but let's go again. And this time you're not, you're not flying. You're not being stealthy, but you're just running and waking everything up. So you, but you, you get there, but you're running because you're tired and you're, you're exhausted and you're just like, I've done the flying, I've done the tippy-toeing, let's run. And how does the running go? I think, can I say something? Of course. I think it's because that there's just so many different ways of trying different things and you're a different person now and just so many different things. Parenting shapes you, 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 the first time you you raise a child you're raising the child as a as a young adult the second time you're raising a child you're raising a child as a as a pretty experienced mom you know you you got them you know enough you're the third time you're raising a child as i said you're running i'm old running you're just you, you want to get there <laughs> i can't like run grandma waddles uh. <laughs> well do you think that i hold you accountable for the things you do um I mean, can we put this into percentages? Yes, yes. very much so. Yes. Um, Lori, I think you you heck? you hold us accountable for a good eighty five percent, and then there's that fifteen where you're tired. There's that fifteen. There's always the occasional fifteen. I definitely think I'm tired, and I also think that you guys are gonna be okay. I know. And what I practice with her a lot is like to sit, like time in, kind of like we're just going to sit and talk and process. And she, if you do that, she's quick to like get to the emotional because she's trying, she's like, she's Mm -hmm. all, she was, we say she was born with a chip on her shoulder. Like she was just like, (laughs) she was born with it. And so if you are timing, if you're going to sit and like engage with her, she's going to get to it really quick. 
And her sisters are often looking at me like sideways, like, I don't, I don't understand why this mm. person has so much space. Like, mm. what, what are we missing here? <laughs> don't you see? Don't you mm-hmm. see? We're all trying to wrangle her. But my level of like patience or um, I think just growth as a parent around my, I mean, someone told me this story once, uh, like I, we, like we were in Colombia or something, we we're riding horses and I don't know, I, that's another story. But anyway, we're like sitting here and this um, person said to me, you know, raising children is like riding horses. Like they know where they're going. Mm-hmm. We're just guiding them along the yep. way. And I was like, interesting. And mm-hmm. I think it's true, right? Like you have, they have instincts about them. Like mm-hmm. when you talk about yourself as a young person, I'm like, I'm gonna just move. I'm gonna be free. I know my way and I'm gonna take what comes with it. Your parent is at home freaking out at where you are and yeah. how it's gonna be, but you're okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like because you trust yourself and you like and I and you have a sense of like it doesn't mean there's not caution. It doesn't mean that we're not trying to help them understand safety. It's not doesn't mean like there isn't like respect isn't important. But I never feel like my children don't respect me. Like, you know, like I remember like, as a young person, I think like that idea, like, are you like you can't do like the the way I got disciplined the most. Like I didn't get a lot of beating, but I got slapped in my face mm. a lot because <laughs> I was a teeth a tooth sucker. I mm. still am. I used to suck oh. my teeth, kiss my teeth. And say, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like a ma- I was like a mm-hmm. master at we call, it. We call it chips and and chips. Yep, chips. Yep, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I would like suck my teeth all the time. Like my, and I, and I didn't even. It wasn't like a conscious thing. I wasn't like, oh, I want to be mad, disrespectful to you, like. F you, I'm gonna suck my teeth. Mm-hmm. See, like, I can't even curse when I'm thinking about my mother. Did you see that? Like, yeah. I had to say F you. Like, I couldn't say, like, when I'm thinking about her, I can't curse. So I would suck my teeth, and I promise you, if I caught, if I, whap, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? I, I wasn't even conscious. Oh, that's, t- and no, it's that's not even terrible. It's not, yes. it's not faster than a slap. Like, you'll yes. snap right out of it. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, like, whoa. Yo. like, you'll wake up real quick. And what's interesting is, like, because I wasn't doing it maliciously, the slap doesn't have, I didn't associate the slap with the sucking in teeth because I didn't choose to suck my teeth. It right. was just a natural reaction I had to something that was happening to yep. me. And so it's so hard, like we're in it, you know, you mentioned earlier when you're talking about this woman and who might've been talking to a child on the phone, this idea like you don't talk to people that way, right? Like mm-hmm. any person. And I think that's so often part of how our discipline gets like fucked up as parents Mm -hmm. is we don't recognize that our children are people. We, you know, like we don't recognize that they're having full emotional expressions and like, you know, reactions and they want to explore the world and they're curious and they don't know. And it's things, they're they're things they care about and things they don't care. Like Mm -hmm. they are fully formed. They got opinions. They're they're people. And as people, they're going to live in the world. And like, we have to figure out how to be people with them mm-hmm. um not like over them right. um and so that's kind of our work i think as parents thank you both so much for coming of course and thank talking us. with us um i really 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 appreciate it and i think we um i know i learned a lot and this idea of like being in process as a parent is so important and i just want everyone to know like we can evolve like what who we what you did yesterday as that parent like any of those like any parent who has spanked their children has we can roll it back we Mm -hmm. can say sorry we can reflect um and we can grow and we can be in community with each other around it we just have to work we have to work at it though i think just Therapy is important. Like huge. I, I really I, I I have to find one because I f- battle with s- becoming my mother in certain mm-hmm. ways, and that's not a bad thing. My mother was an amazing mother, but there are a lot of fears and anxieties that I had over things that I know I should not have. I should be able to talk to you about my first yeast infection. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Without Absolutely. feeling like you going to come and ask me what you've been doing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I don't want to put that stuff on Noah, but my nature, yes. because of how I was raised, fights against what I know is like not normal. I think, yeah. So we got to work on ourselves. Absolutely. And just the fact that you rec- recognize that even though you're trying to do it differently, if you don't heal, I mean, that's the whole idea of like being oppressed. We're not aware, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't know how whatever happened to us got ingrained in us and like then like is part of how we raise our children. But just the fact that you think about it, mm-hmm. um, Noah's gonna be in a better place. You know, yep. like she's gonna have an advantage. And don't worry, I have a therapist and she's amazing. Oh, I, please, I, I, pass so it I will, on I'll over. pass it on, I'll pass it on. Um, 
So yeah, Tristan, anything you want to end, like leave us with or any other thoughts? Just to like touch back on what you said about, you know, guiding your kids, man. Like, I think that's so important. Noah, from the time she was like a year and a half, she knew she knew who she was. Mm-hmm. I believe that like full heartedly. Like mm-hmm. she knew who she was. I remember I remember um there was one day where we, we bought her this like this little this little bag or whatever. So she puts on Jay's <laughs> heels, she puts a bag over 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 her shoulder and she starts walking out She's the like door. One. She like barely like maybe like a a, a year and two months or something. Mm-hmm. And like she's walking towards the door. And I'm like, No, where are you going? Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going, going to, to the, the city. city. <laughs> I'm going to the I'm city. Like, I'm going to the I said, What? I said, yo, I said, yo, how you getting there? She said, I'm taking the train. I take the train. <laughs> Pulls out a metro car. Yeah. 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 One. She like, she's like, I go yeah. into the city. She I knew, take the train. She knowing who she was. Like yeah. As, as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. so like, I, I I really believe like I'm here to guide her, absolutely, and like empower her. You know absolutely. what I mean? So that's she has so she has all the power. We just don't just don't take it away. Nah, not but at all. Yeah, you not know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. they came with it. Just don't don't take that's don't part mess of why it up. she goes that's to right. school. She goes. That's to, right. That's right. You know? That's right. That's yep. right. Thank you both so much. Thank you for, for having joining us. us. Yeah, thanks for having really us. Really enjoyed it. Dope. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We wish you the best of luck along your parenting journey. And know that I have your back. This podcast was produced by Domino Sound. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.